listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users, brought to you by thestonermom.com. I am the Stoner Mom, but you can call me Catherine, and I am joined, as I always am, by the star of this show. Oh, my husband, what? My husband, David. Honey, am I the star of the show? Yes. Wow. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, and unwind while talking about cannabis and so much more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode... 179, I guess. Yeah, I think so. All right. There we go. I think that's true. I'm going <laughs> to say it is. If it's not, then welcome to 180. Well, it's the middle of the day on a Saturday, so are you ready to drink and smoke weed? Yeah. Let's go to Libation Corner. Hey, well, here we are in Libation Corner. Hi, what's up? Not much. I'm, very, I'm having a great day with you together. Tell me why. Well... Today, there's no children here except for the pets, and um, we've been so ultra productive. It's been great. We have. We worked out. We did two yoga practices because my husband threw his back out this morning. Yeah, had a muscle spasm. Um, And we cleaned a rug. Cleaned a rug. Which was amazing. Cleaned the carpet cleaner, which we haven't done ever. Yep. And that thing works pretty well, don't you think? I do. Oh, you did some work. I did some, some filming. filming. Mm-hmm. I cleaned the kitchen. You did. Uh, we made breakfast. We walked the dog. Walked the dog multiple Two times. times. And we're gonna make chili Colorado later. David's gonna make chili Colorado. That's my new thing. Chili Colorado is my <clears throat> new meal that I love. Um, and I don't know why it took me so long. Because you realize it's a stew. Right? Yeah, I thought this whole time it was just like super spicy, saucy nastiness. Yeah. <laughs> he, David has been getting it like every year that I've been with him, so it's kind of weird. I've never asked to try it. But once I tried it, I was like, my mother literally made me this. Yeah, I bet she, she would she make did. something just like this. So good. So well done on figuring that out. Well, I'm glad. Taking me to the dark side. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Chili Colorado has potatoes in it, which I just. <sighs> It's like um, that golden curry, which is like Japanese. Oh, also delicious. Which is exactly like a stew. Yeah. Like a, yeah. So it's like there's beef stew and then there's golden curry and there's chili Colorado. Yeah. And all those things are very similar. And delicious. Just with different, it hits with a different like. Sauce. Yeah. The golden curry is like a, what would you say that is? Like a cardamom or something or. Yeah. Something like that. I guess. I don't know what cardamom (laughs) <laughs> tastes like <laughs> but if it tastes like that then yes it has a interesting taste i like it i think it's good all right well, okay we well like that's talk. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> well it's it's fall now officially you pointed out to me today so we so need to um have lots of stew yeah i love i love stew it's my favorite well do you want to talk about what we're smoking and drinking and yeah let's talk about Saturday? that what are we smoking and drinking? I'll, I know that I pulled out an entire jar of Blue Dream. I, oh, okay. Well, then that's this is Blue smoking. Dream. So this is the first time we've ever smoked this. It's it been right cured now. for a month. It's a month-long cure. Is it this America's most popular strain? It or is. it was? Yeah. What do you think? Now I think like everything is a gelato. I swear I just read that. Really? Like every exotic strain is actually just like gelato times gelato. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, that's why I'm trying to go back to those land race strains because those are like you said those get you super high. What happened there? Was that is it harsh or did it go straight to your head? Yes. Oh, daddy. It's oh. not harsh. It just went straight to my head. 
Blue Dream has a very approachable taste and smoke to me. I'll tell you what. This morning, when I was having a muscle spasm, I sat down on the bed, and immediately my back hurt intensely. Like, I wanted to die. Like someone threw a knife at him or something. <clears throat> I couldn't yeah. see. And it went right into my back. <laughs> okay. And I said, give me the weed. Because I remembered I have a med card based on muscle spasms. So I smoked a bunch of weed. You only did like two hits in child's books. I thought I did four hits. Okay, four hits. That's fine. On the floor, though, bent over in pain. <laughs> Sorry. And then you immediately rubbed my back, which made it feel better. And then we did yoga, which really put me over the edge. Was... You got to stretch that stuff out. Mm-hmm. And have someone pound on it. Mm-hmm. Pound it. And stretch it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like to do is pound it and stretch it. <laughs> okay. I apologize. Well, <clears throat> the okay. other thing I want to mention is we're smoking out of your coffee bong. Oh, yes. Which is... This is the coffee mug bubbler by Grav. Um, and I love it. Mine has little pink accents. Um, but you can get it plain. And it's my daily driver. I yeah. use this every damn day. And I this is actually my second one. My first one I broke after several years of using. Um, so this one I'm really trying to keep clean because it's not the easiest. Oh, shit. It's okay. It's not the easiest to keep clean because of its curved yeah, down stem that mm-hmm. you cannot remove. So you really just got to rinse it every single time. Every time. Which is difficult for your daily driver but you do it you do a great job you always have a bubbler like that right yeah this is technically a bubbler do you like the little one too not as much no you know what what pretty soon you're you're gonna be selling these on your store i am connected to your site apparently we're working on a store on the stoner mom we are so it's happening it's coming very soon Keep your eyes open for that. Mm-hmm. If you want to smoke the bongs I'm smoking on this award-winning podcast. <laughs> it's going to be this one. You're going to buy. It is a bit. This is honestly one of my favorite ones. Um, okay. So that's what we're smoking. What are we drinking? Are you, ha- do you have a drink? I'm having a gin and tonic. Do you like the tonic water? It's elderflower. I do like it. It doesn't have a taste. <clears throat> so it's just medicinal, clean... You like medicinal. I like things that just taste like you'd, I could clean the floor with that. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool if someone made a themed drink off of like cleaning products, like a pine salt drink, and it smelled like pine? Oh, yes. I bet that some genius level mixologist or whatever could come up with a pine salt. You know what salt. I read about pine salt? What? And I don't know if this, if this is true because it was on the internet. You can drink it. It used to have pine like pining oil or whatever pine oil and then in some year in modern times it switched and now it just has like pine smell oh it had the real thing mm-hmm. dang i know it's like coca-cola with cocaine i oh, man right <clears throat> and then they were like nope it's cheaper to do it this way <laughs> i don't know why gotta go and ruin your product <laughs> it just became too expensive to do probably like we can't sell it at this affordable price anymore because pine cone essence is so expensive. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. Who knows how cool I just thought, you know, I've been using a lot of pine salt lately. I know. I love it. And every time I mix up my little concoction, I think it doesn't smell piney enough. It smells artificially pine. And then I read that or I saw it on the internet and I was like, that's what's been bothering me. Well, I love it. And when I'm down here working... 
and it's do the floors day for you, I start smelling, smelling pine salt. I'm like, oh my God. He loves it. It's my favorite. He also loves it when the house smells like bleach. <clears throat> like what? Like bleach. I do. I love it too. So I'm like, this is a sterile clean house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my um, retirement era, <laughs> which I've been telling the kids I'm in my housewife era. And I'm like having all this time on my hands to do ridiculous house cleaning projects. You do a great job. And I've really been enjoying it. Really? Have you? I have. I'm so happy to hear that. Well, good. I'm a little bit struggling with like... Sorry. You know, when you have just way too much time and Mm -hmm. you just, you feel like a sack of shit and you don't know what to do with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like I've definitely have that going on. Which pushes me to like clean stuff. I have to expand out of that into yeah. like, what are other things you could do? Oh, you know, yeah, and not just clean your house like you're in servitude. Well, you've been better. exercising. I have been working out, so that's cool. That's and you've I've seen you get really. I was impressed at how. Whoops! How you just like bam! You like really took to it and you loved it. You were like doing it like crazy. Well, that's what Beyonce will do with you, to you. That's true. If you've got a date in the future where you know you're going to be in the same room as Beyonce, it's kind of a great <laughs> motivator. I'm you like, better I... look your best. <laughs> she might notice, man, and then <clears throat> something bad will happen. You just never know. My, our six degrees of separation to Beyonce is rapidly closing now that David's best friend is Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> and like... Um, mm-hmm. which I'm not even, I mean, I am exaggerating, but I mean, I have spoken to the man multiple, multiple times, times. Vi- on video, yeah, like phone calls. He told you video. to take care of yourself because you yeah. sound like shit. I sound like shit. <laughs> he goes, take care, Dave. He just, you know, he's uttered maybe like 12 words to me, but so what? Well, and he also sent me oh, the Dr. Dabber Wiz Khalifa edition thing. Yeah. Um, what is that? The excess. Yeah. Dr. You, Dabber. You like excess. that thing. Uh-huh. I do. I use it upstairs. So that's like a little e-rig, you guys. Um, and the Wiz Khalifa one. It's like the Khalifa Kush one collab. It's cool because it has like this thermal exterior. So if you hold it, it changes colors from yellow to black or black to yellow. And then also when it gets hot, when you're doing dabs, it also changes colors. It's just cute. So that's my upstairs dab rig. And then my downstairs dab rig is my Puffco proxy. Maybe we'll sell those on our website. The Khalifa or the excess. Any, both. Well, <clears throat> the collab one, I think, I don't know how long it'll be around. We'll see. They always say that. And then it's just around forever until. Because yeah. they've ordered way too many. They ordered 89,000. Yeah. And all the head shops have to like sell them. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were talking about Beyonce and her six degrees of separation because one of the Los Angeles shows was Khalifa was part of the opening opener, which apparently had nothing to do with Beyonce. And I think, or maybe, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, hmm. it was. Well, Wayne was there for a second. Yeah. His mic didn't work. And then he walked off. You mean he didn't utter a word to the audience? I'm not sure. Maybe he did, but nobody heard it. Oh, man. That stadium and the mics. What the fuck? Sorry. Don't. I sound... What do you mean, sorry? It's okay to say fuck. <laughs> I'm going to say it 90% <laughs> less fuck? now. I'm sorry. Um, listen. Yes? Uh, we are going to talk about Beyonce. Okay. But is there anything else you want to talk about here in Libation Corner that's un-Beyonce related? Because we got... 
a whole bunch of Beyonce questions since you went to the Renaissance. You do? <laughs> yes. A whole bunch? Are you lying <clears throat> a whole right bunch. now? He's... No, I have so many. He's exaggerating. No, he's I'm already not. listened to me talk about Okay. So, um, but there, is just... there anything else you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about any shows you've watched or wanted to watch? Oh. Do you want to talk about, let's talk about, we've been watching Better Call Saul. Okay. Well, we've rewatched Better Call Saul a few times, but we've never watched beginning to end since the show has ended. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've watched, we've gone back and watched particular seasons. I feel like we didn't watch I have things season to say. one of this one. Because remember when there's the we skateboard were... bros and like Tuco? Yeah. Did we see all that? I think we totally skipped that. You're mm-hmm. right. Because I didn't want to watch that shit again. I didn't either. It was stupid. That was so many years ago. And we watched it over multiple times. Mm-hmm. That's how we are with Downton Abbey. Like we watched the first season so many times. I'd always be like, can we please skip this? I kind of want to watch Downton Abbey. <laughs> I know. I do too. But hold on. There's things I want to say about Better Call Saul because you okay. brought it up. Sorry. Okay. So there are some different schools of thought of how you should approach this universe. And I think the more popular one is you watch Breaking Bad and then you watch Better Call Saul, which is a prequel. Um, But Juan Carlo, did I say that right? Yeah. Esposito. Mm -hmm. Giancarlo. Giancarlo. Giancarlo Esposito said he recommends the watch Better Call Saul first and then Breaking Bad, which is like the continuous i guess chronological method and that's very controversial because like that's not how the show was written better call saw it was literally written as a prequel and like nobody even knew it was going to exist when breaking bad was written and there's certain things that when you watch better call saw for instance i'm going to spoil better call saw and breaking bad is that okay yeah These we are care. old we've already established <laughs> Long ago that if if you come here and you hear stuff, that's we're we're sorry. We're, but there's we nothing are, we can do I about am it. sorry. <clears throat> so yeah, I'd, sorry. I'd skip ahead for a few moments. If you don't want to hear about this. I think that's a good spoiler alert. Like Breaking Bad is just so fantastic. And then when you watch Better Call Saul and you finally get to the end and like like you're literally at that breaking bad point and you realize who's buried underneath the damn laboratory, like that's a huge like <gasps> and that would be lost. If you watched it in chronological. Or if you watched it chronological, when they show the underground lab, you'd be like, oh my God, that's where Howard and fucking Tuco, or not Tuco, uh, what's his name? Lalo is buried. Yeah. Well, see, that's not as good as a reveal of. (gasps) You're right. They've been there the whole time. You're right. You're right. People who weren't in Breaking Bad at all. So what? Yeah, so, and the show writers have literally said, or creators and writers, um, it's meant to be watched Breaking Bad and then that. Okay. Maybe it's like Breaking Bad, that stupid movie that I didn't like. El Camino. And then... Better Call Saul? Is that how it goes? I don't know. El Camino was just like... It's like during Breaking Bad. Jesse's story. No, no. Yeah, but after Breaking Bad... Yeah, and there's that one scene in that movie where they go to the past and Walter White and Jesse are like in a diner or something. And Walter just looks like <laughs> he did not shave his head to do this one part. This time he was wearing like a bald hat. A skin mask. And it was just like, that looks terrible. And you look different. <laughs> and this is terrible. It's bad enough when you go to Better Call Saul and John, Juan Carlo Esposito 
looks a little older. But what's the guy, Severus or not Severus? Is it Severus? Tyrus? Tyrus. Like he, poor Tyrus, because he shows up in one season and he's put on a couple pounds. And it's like, whoa, Tyrus is, doesn't even look like Tyrus. He looks like a bigger version of Tyrus. Is that his name? I hope so. I think it is. And then, obviously, the show heard that feedback. And then he, when he's in the later episodes, he's super trim. And, and it's just like, well, this looks weird, too. Because he looks older in the face. Everybody looks older. <clears throat> Everybody. Even the, Tyrus's other guy, the other dude with the shaved head. Who, that show oh, no, just, he's not got a shaved It's head. so incredible because... Like, people in their 40s and then ending it in their 60s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. There was a whole, like, TikTok or something I saw that had everybody's starting age. Including Walt's son. Mm. Walt Walt Jr. And, yeah, he's, like, 30. And then everybody's age now. I was like, damn. How old is he now? Like, 30-something. He's Mm 30-something. He was 18-something or early 20s? Yeah, he was young. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's some better saw call lore. But better I, saw call. <laughs> better saw call. <laughs> but I remember in season one, he's even doing dastardly stuff with some friend. And he even references, he goes, Saul Goodman. Remember? And he like, that's where Saul, you're like, oh, that's where Saul Goodman came from. And the, the, he was pulling some scammer. He said he I thought it was like, the guy on the ground. And yeah, he said, yeah. there's some scam. Because he looks like. Kevin Costner, he's supposed to be, and they meet girls in a bar or something. Or, or maybe that's different. No, it has a Rolex watch theme to it. Do you think he looks like Kevin Costner? Bob Odenkirk? I mean, he looks like 60% Kevin Costner. He has like, some Kevin Costner features. Yeah, so he does have some Kevin Costner features. Very minor. All right, I'm done talking about Better Call Saul. All right, so let's end this and let's get into the meat of this whole thing and let's talk about Beyonce's Renaissance. Okay. I'm gonna. So goodbye. Bye. Farewell. Conversations. It is stone conversational time. I'm stoned. Uh, legitimately. Mm-hmm. Do you want to get more stoned or no? Yeah. You're okay. All right. It's let's recently you went on your own to see Beyonce in California. Yes. In Inglewood. Yes. Los Angeles. Yes. You traveled alone. Okay, yeah. What else did I do? You got on a plane. You flew by yourself like a big girl. You got (laughs) off the plane. You caught a shuttle. I did. Made it to a hotel where you stayed in a hotel room by yourself for one night. And then the next night you had a friend come stay over. A female friend. A lady friend. Yes. Um... But what a big girl you are. Because leading up to that, there was a lot of preparation and planning. <laughs> and let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. What were some of the nerve, most nervous things that you had to do? What were some of the things that... And, are these your questions yeah. that you had? <laughs> yeah. Did you just come up with that one? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I just like knowing. 
Uh, what I do? What? What was the question? What were some of the things that you had to do to prepare yourself to travel by yourself alone to another state to watch Beyonce? I paid for <clears throat> whatever that upgrade was so that I would board the plane first mm-hmm. or second. To make sure you second. could stow your luggage. What do they call that? Premier access. And it's like 60 bucks, but you have to pay on it for each flight or whatever. Yeah. Man, that is worth it. Because that is how you guarantee that you're... Uh, carry, carry on, on is going to be on the plane because you know how every damn plane is over packed or whatever and they're always like we need some volunteers that are going to check their bag and I don't want to check my bag because I don't trust the, the airlines anymore with that kind of thing I don't either anyway um, I'm glad you brought that up I agree so yeah. I got that I think that's cool David also made me get clear yeah. And I'm so glad I did that because right? the people they employ at Clear are like trained customer service people. They are so polite and they're like, oh, ma'am, have you ever done this before? Let me do this for you. And it was wonderful. Every time. Did you feel like a princess being escorted to your flight? I freaking did. And then, you know how, so we live in Denver and like DIA is like awful and I read about it literally daily. It's one of my obsessions. And... The TSA pre-check, that was the line that they were talking about last weekend. That Are you ready? The security line? You know how usually it's so long it's out by baggage claim? Now it was outside down the curb. I shit you not. That's where you line up for the TSA pre-check, girl. Okay? Outside. <laughs> Is that longer than normal security check? Yes! <laughs> yes! Why would people do it? Why don't they just... <laughs> You don't have to do that. They were both long on on both sides. I think it's because TSA pre-check is fast because you're not taking off your shoes. No one checks your liquids, which they don't do anyway, I feel like, anymore. Anyway, whatever. Um, Clear is different from that. Clear is awesome. It's a different thing. And I do have to take off my shoes. And I did have to take off my jacket and stuff. But, like, there was just, like, one other dude with me. He was bragging to me about the amount of computers he had, by the way. I don't think I told you that. What? I was literally, like, freaking out and in the middle of a damn panic attack because I haven't traveled by myself in many, many years. And he was like, oh, that's just too... There's more! <laughs> waiting. Well, we were waiting for our things to come through the thing. I was like, don't talk Wait, you said he was bragging about his computers. Yeah, he was saying, I have more coming through the conveyor belt. He was with you through the conveyor belt experience? Not that it was a traveler. Like oh, me. okay. Yeah. Sorry, you had to. I mean, if a, there was like was a, a way. Randall. If there was another <laughs> the service gentleman. that I could have gotten that would like, sh- like once you leave the shield guy. I'm in a bubble. A sh- an actual <laughs> bubble appears around your body. So, you know, and it's soundproof. I would have got that for you too. Okay. <clears throat> but I did get all of these things for you because I, I was like, my girl's going, she's going to do it no matter what. I don't care how much money I have to spend. I don't care what kind of, if I have to hire a personal bodyguard or whatever, <laughs> I will. Because <clears throat> she's going to go see Beyonce for both of us. I am. And I took a ton of videos you did. for David. And you can actually watch them on my blog at thestonermom.com because yep. David made me a beautiful video of, well, of myself, my shaky cell phone uh, I think footage. It, it wasn't shaky at all. You did such a great job. Okay. That was that was the anxiety in preparation for your flight. Okay. Oh, can yeah. I Can I ask you another question? Okay. You met a person. Beyonce. No, oh. you didn't meet Beyonce. <laughs> 
you met a friend that you've known, you've never seen face to face before. I did. How was that experience? Very nice. Wasn't it? It made me so happy to know that you have a friend in another state that is a good friend that now you've met. My home state. Your home state. And now we're friends with that family. Yeah. I've known Marisa for many, many years now. Mm -hmm. Like many years. And we talk all the time in our little girl chat and um, like group chat. Not little girl chat. That sounds gross. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) um, That's all. So it wasn't like a stranger, stranger. Like I know who her kids are. I know who her husband is. Like I know about her mom and dad, like all that stuff. So it felt it felt very um, natural and like I honestly already knew her. And had met her. That's awesome. Would do you think you guys will see each other again sometime in the near future? I do think so. I hope so. I hope so too. That would she, be fun. She's a real one. <clears throat> what is that? She's mean? a real one, and she got me to Beyonce. She did, and she got great tickets. Great, like tickets. she's the one that like had to go in and like was getting the tickets. Um, and our seats were fantastic and yeah, she drove us, she got us there. She got you brought 10 tons of weed and you know what happened to us? I don't think yeah. I told you this either. That was pretty Lowell pre-rolls. What do you mean? I took a picture of them and I showed you the Oh, picture. Lowell. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. Their packaging's so different now. It's like a plastic bag. Maybe that's just like, well, it was, they're like the actual things inside are like these really attractive, like cigarette pre-rolls okay or no they were little sorry they were like slender pre-rolls i think is what they were like virginia slims i don't remember yes like that um (laughs) we were excited to smoke them and i was like she was like let me let's light up i've been holding this i know i've been like is she ever gonna and i kept being like no 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 i don't want to smoke weed and um in the car because i didn't want to get in trouble and she was like, you're nuts. And then it turned out we didn't have a lighter. So we just didn't smoke at all. We just did other things. You didn't have a lighter? No, man. And they don't, they don't put those in cars anymore. <laughs> and there were people all around us. And she was like ready to get out. But I was like, I was paranoid about smoking. But she said you're nuts. Yeah. And I was. But like, then once were, you got in, you were like, we could have brought in, like, anything. Yeah, like, <clears throat> I had mushrooms. I had fucking all sorts of stuff. And the <laughs> and we literally were like, we can't bring mushrooms in. Like, who knows? And then, I don't know. I, I don't know why we didn't bring them in. But you literally just walk in. Nobody gave a flying F, like, at all. I was not padded down. Nobody looked at my purse. Nobody looked inside. So she had, like, a vape in her bra and in her purse. And I had a vape in my purse. And we drank a lot in the parking lot. And you did? We... Wait, wait, wait. Did you bring alcohol? Yeah. What did you bring? Do you remember? White Claws. It was mango White Claw. <laughs> okay. Is that right? Probably. Yeah. Right. You know, everybody has a gigantic Starbucks tumbler these days. You don't mm. know what the hell's in it. So once you parked, yes. then you went in, and then what did you go to your seats first, or did you go to the bar first? Uh, we went to our seats first. You did? Yeah. And then you went to the bar? And then we went to the bar. And what happened at the bar? Tell, tell <laughs> everybody the bar. I, do you really think this is worth saying? Yeah. I think it's crazy what happened. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. <clears throat> the bar line 
is there's a single bar, not a single bar, there's a bar. And then there's two lines, one from one direction and one from the other direction. And, and there's like two bars. And when you and there were, yeah, there were like literally two bartenders. And these lines were long. And once you get to the bar at the front of these two lines, you order. And we waited for like 45 minutes. Okay. And we were having a fantastic time waiting. It was fine. If the line is so long, you're literally like to the person in front of you, is this for drinks? And they're like, I hope so. <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I hope so. Um, but we waited and it was just, and then you, you wait so long in line that you make friends with everybody that's around you or at least know what's going on. And then anyway, so it's like a group experience of waiting in this long ass line. So we get to the line, we get to the front of the line, the literal very front of the line. Marisa's standing in front of me cause she was uh, going to order. And, um, this man brings, walks in with this huge line of people and he takes the first person and puts them right in front of Marisa. And then he says, okay, everybody line up here and I'll get your drinks going. And then he goes behind the bar. And so you're, I'm already in this line for 45 minutes with all these other people. And every person in this line is all like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're doing all these people. Like you just put a line in front of our line. He just put this massive line in front of our line. And so Marisa, me, the people behind us, everybody is yelling at the bartender. We have been in this line for this long. You cannot just bring this other line and start servicing them first. Like what the hell? And the people in the front of that line started like fighting with each other. About because they had to go. Apparently, they were at another bar waiting as just as long as we were. And then the bartender said, come with me. I'm going to take you to this other place and give you your drinks, which happened to be right in front of my line. And during that, when they were walking, I guess they got all mixed up and people were moving around. And so then like an almost brawl starts happening, like right in front of us. We're like, we're violently angry at the bartender and all of these people. And those people are now fighting each other. Okay, and wait, like, I have like a question. F-bombs this and that. And I have a question. Yes. Before this happened, there were two bartenders servicing two different lines, right? Yes. And then this third guy, rather than starting a third separate line, yes. decided to merge lines. Yes. But now there's three bartenders with a one normal line and a merged line. I feel line. like... He made a bad decision. I, oh, yes. It was a terrible decision. <clears throat> and, and Maurice is like yelling at him about like, why Why are you doing this? Like, why are you making this decision? Because he's straight up like, my supervisor told me to do this. I'm like, your supervisor told you to do this? I don't think so. That was a stupid idea from your supervisor. So he finally, um, he serves like two women in the front of that line. And then while he's doing that, he tells us, I've, I've got you. I'm going to do you next. What do you want? We order. And he's like, I'm going to get you something better than and that. And what, what were your drinks called? Naughty Girls. Naughty Girl. Naughty Girl. You hear this crazy? It, who is that person with the that? Who are they impressing in our subdivision? I think they just have a loud vehicle. But he was like, rah, 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 rah. I don't do that when I drive. Do you sit there and like rev your engine before you go? Well, even if I did, like, it wouldn't sound that loud. Okay. I'm just saying when you have a loud thing, it automatically makes you sound fast and upsetting. 
Mm. Even if you're just fucking sitting there or going like the speed I think it was a motorcycle. Yeah, it sounded like it didn't. It wasn't the dirt bike people, was it? Who knows? We have a lot of like little motorcycles and dirt bikes on the street. Anyway. All right. So you get your naughty girl drinks. I think I think Marisa got a tequila boom. Naughty girl tequila boom. And what was different about it? That he said he was going to take care of you. Oh, he loaded it up with liquor. Was it good? We both drank it and we were like, woo! We should have ordered two each for sure for maximum enjoyment of the evening. But that would have increased the need to go to the bathroom, which neither one of us did. So it was a good drink, though? Oh, I mean, it was okay. It was like a a gin and tonic. Oh, okay. And then it had... um, Elderflower and lavender. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what you're saying. I've been looking for lavender. Lavender liquor. syrup. Yeah. I'm mm. going to find some of that shit. Mm. Okay. We're, we haven't even talked about Beyonce. We've just been talking about this We're line. starting to get there. We're playing. We're taking you through the experience. Okay. You had anxiety at the airport and now you're here. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now you come into the show. And yes. And what did you think when you were like, because I've watched this a hundred times already oh, okay. yes. on the internet. I know what it looks like. But when you were there... And you saw the Beyonce screen changed and Beyonce laying on her side. I'll tell you what, the my literally one of my most favorite parts of the night is you're just <clears throat> sitting there beforehand and like listening to everybody around you and the vibes were so awesome. And we there were so many celebrities that we saw before the show. Mm-hmm. And so like our whole section was talking about that. And we had like this big group of gay guys next to us that were having the best time and so it was so fun like finding celebrities and talking about that like like they were not standing the kardashians at all which <laughs> <laughs> but like all the women in our session were such area were like oh my god <laughs> anyway uh whatever what else you guys what oh my favorite part so you're just vibing and then the screen totally changes and the lights go out. And like, I just instantly screamed like louder than I screamed at any other part of the show, including when I saw her. I just was so excited. <clears throat> so that you were blown starting. away. It was just like, oh, it's happening. Oh, my God. And everybody's standing up. And it's just such a magnificent show. And the opening is really wonderful. And I feel like you really appreciate it. If you know what you're going into, like she does this beautiful opening of like all of these past Beyonce songs. And she's always in some crazy, gorgeous amazing outfit and then the day also that i went was her birthday and so it was like a big deal it was her third night in los angeles which is you know where she lives and has kids and all of that stuff and um it was just super nice because she did like um like a birthday speech during the opening and she looked so pretty for her birthday and it was just very emotional because she did this really kind of long monologue thing which she doesn't do at any of the other shows except for maybe when tina turner died um what else so that was really nice she talked about her mom and her dad and her husband i saw that her children and she was super emotional and she was kind of crying it was amazing it instantly makes you cry like everybody was like quiet except for when you were like super cheering for the things she was saying It's just so amazing. She looks so beautiful. And she sang all of the songs that are so wonderful. And like my favorite Beyonce song, she sings in the opening, which is one plus one. And it's my marriage song to my husband. It makes me 
fucking ball my eyes out. And she sings it so amazingly on this tour. She does this whole just amazing thing. Anyway, there's another lap car. So that happened, the opening happened, and then you're going through it. And then like you come to your first like transition thing. Did you like that? Did you feel like, okay, now we can, if we wanted to go to the bathroom, we could, or is like, oh, this is still part of the show. It's so cool. I, I was not going to the bathroom. <clears throat> yeah, I guess you could, but like the lines for everything, I feel like are so crazy long. I just didn't want to leave. And so, yeah, the interludes, there's a little bit of time before like some crazy interlude starts playing. Not really. I mean, there's really some, always something playing. By interludes, there are these gigantic screens and there's just all of this insane visuals that are would be really nice on mushrooms, to be honest, but I didn't bring any in. Um, but you could have. I absolutely could have. <laughs> um, but those are really cool because it's like you're being transported through like this portal into mother's thing. mind. And... Um, Super cool. You so like yeah, it. the first part is awesome because she's a damn robot that is like birthed out of it. Literally, she's in that like this constrictive robot thing that comes off of her to the beat of her damn song. Okay. And then she emerges from this robot shell in some, you know, designer. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. I threw that Jesus Christ. Sorry. That was very violent. I apologize. <sighs> That was the lighter bouncing across the table. Robot outfit. And then she does the whole first part of Renaissance. Um, So there's like Alien Superstar and I'm that girl. And everything is like a mashup. So there's always like different parts of um, other Beyonce songs. Yeah, you don't get the whole Beyonce songs. songs. Honestly, like they have like Jackson 5 songs in there. There's like a whole Britney Spears toxic element to... The big three. That's later. Yeah. Um, So that's nice. And did you have any special guest stars? Yes. What? Who were they? Diana Ross came out Uh when um, Diana Ross came out. The legendary Diana Ross came out too, and it was like a surprise to Beyonce, which was so cute because Beyonce was. You could tell she literally did Super emotional there, too. Yeah. And um, she led us in happy birthday to sing happy birthday to Beyonce. And her mic cut out, just like Lil Wayne a couple days before. Who just left when that happened? He was like, fuck this shit. So, yeah. She, like, sang a whole part of... There's a song that they sang during... That these background singers sang during um, one of the interludes... And in this occasion, I was literally standing up waiting for them to come out. Lots of people were sitting in my section at that point. And I was like, hello, those ladies are going to come out and sing that sweet something, something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's an old song, I guess. But instead, Diana Ross came out. Damn. Yeah. A legend. And so she was singing that, but her mic was, we couldn't hear her mic. And And then then when it did come on, it was kind of fading in and out. I couldn't. 100% 100% understand her, but I got the gist. And um, so that was that. And that, do you want to, should I say the other person that was there? Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar was there? Yes. I know. Why was that like? Because you know what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you showed me the video of like where they're together and then he's doing his thing and she's 
wearing a fucking bee outfit with like uh, antennas and shit, and she's like uh, getting down low and and like he's like they're both like they look like superheroes or something. <laughs> he's wearing some like utility. It looks like a construction worker jacket that's bar- he's like got barely hanging on his body. Um, and he came from under the stage. And yeah, so <clears throat> this one song, America Has a Problem, there's a Kendrick Lamar remix version. Um, so they were doing that song. And it was super cool because. Because they look like they're she so. Sings, they love each other so much. <laughs> she sings it at every show. But we kept thinking something big would happen. But once Diana Ross was out, it was like, well, that was the thing. Um, but then she's singing it and then he emerges from underneath the stage on like, I don't know what it was, like boxes or something. I don't know. No, like a news counter. And his mic didn't work. And his mic didn't work. (laughs) He has a whole verse. Well, you see him like, his lips are moving. And I'm like losing my shit and screaming. And then I'm like, no, oh no. (laughs) Because they were like, we should be hearing him right now. It finally cut in. And then we could hear him. But then what we were thinking was, she, you know she's filming all this shit, and this yes. was a big deal, and they probably filmed it all. But you, I don't know how that affects the filming. Like, maybe they still have, like, the audio somehow. They have audio from ev- so many places. Yeah. Um, They're going to have to, But I like, still think that's a huge... Magic that one A huge together. problem for a tour video. Oh, my God. Right. Like, what the hell? I think tonight is Houston and something big is supposed we, to happen. I thought it was tomorrow. You said she wasn't doing anything. Tonight. I thought that was yesterday. I said that. I don't even know it. That was last, was like that last yesterday? night. That was last night. Because I was like, what should I watch? This Beyonce. <clears throat> There's only like five shows left. Anyway, um, so that was Kendrick Lamar. Which is cool. So those That's are the two it. guest stars. But still, That's nobody else got that. Oh, the big three. Yeah, and then you got your big three, which so is there the are different three songs that she's only played at a few different cities, and only sometimes only one time at that city, and it's thick, <laughs> all of in your mind. Sorry, and drunken love, the Dubai variation, um, which is like she does this crazy like. Eastern arias at the end of Drunken Love. And now that she's sung it that way, like that just feels like how the song should sound. Um, and she's also standing on on like this pedestal that goes up into the air. with flames. <laughs> and there's flames, like fireworks going. It's it's quite a production. Damn. Um, so she did that. Let and me ask you a that song is just so hyped. It's such a good song. It gets you in such a good mood. It's so fun to sing with her. Um, it's very easy to like dance to. It's just the best song. It's such a good song to sing Which with one? everybody. Drunken Love. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Because she does those songs, are there other songs that are just omitted that you don't get to hear? No. You just, that's extra three songs. Yes. Wow. You got the most incredible one. <laughs> you got the most value for your... I got the birthday show. You man. really did. You guys, like she come out came out and like... The most beautiful outfit at one point, and then she had a little birthday hat on with a veil. It's the cutest thing in the world. And then it turns out the birthday hat is like encrusted in diamonds and stuff. It's like a Tiffany birthday hat. 
And the, the crew were wearing birthday hats. It was super cute. Oh, also what happened at my show is um, all the ballroom dancers during the ballroom part had like little, they were dressed different and they had like little accessories. They got to wear like different outfits, hmm. like more individualized outfits. And um, also at the very end of the show, the dancers all brought her a cupcake. With a Get candle. out of here. Yeah. What did she do? Blow out the candle? Yeah. I think. Is this before or maybe she there flew was around candle. the stadium? This was after she flew around the stadium. You saw her land and get a birthday cupcake? I did. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. I let, have... me, let me tell you about the mute challenge. Oh, okay. Yeah, the mute challenge. What is the mute challenge, okay. first of all? So during the song Energy. Yeah. She says, look around, everybody on mute. And everybody, all the dancers stop dancing and Beyonce stops singing. And everything's quiet. And you're supposed to not make a sound until they start back up again. And she never gave us those instructions. And it's been like this whole thing with this tour. It's been like a competition between cities because like the tour started in Europe and like none of the European cities got it. Like none of them muted. They would all like keep singing and finish because they thought you're supposed to finish what she's singing. Um, but then when she got to America slowly each city got better and better most cities got it like 90 percent right there's always some outliers that are like wow but didn't she even at one point like one city did really well didn't she even go like that's the best i've ever heard yeah (laughs) (laughs) or something like that she does say that to different cities that do really well or something like that hmm I think we got something special, but I don't remember. But I was like silent. And Marisa says that after the meet challenge, she just was like, she can't even really remember. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like you feel like you, she felt like she was having like an out of body experience. Damn. You're just very much in the zone. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So, is there anything else that you want to talk about about the Beyonce concert that stood out to you? Um, she does fly around on a horse mm-hmm. at the end <laughs> and then she gets off the horse and flies around just herself with her cape can so, i ask you one more question so i forgot that. yeah what about blue ivy oh my god blue ivy you got to see blue ivy i saw blue did ivy she, act, did she feel out. like she was into it or like i'm over this she's definitely into it oh good she's always into it okay sometimes good. it's so cute sometimes she'll take her she has like ear protection in She'll take her ear ends out and she so she can hear the crowd and she's always like <gasps> like she gets all it's super cute. That's a young girl, you know? Yeah. Experiencing something super cool. So that is super cool. And people love her. Yes. She looks and acts like Beyonce, like a mini Beyonce. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I it love is. it. But that's how kids are. And that's the firstborn. My firstborn is she looks like me. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's I don't know cool. why I had to bring it about me. Because <laughs> you are <laughs> My children are like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well. How, okay. And then after the Beyonce concert, how long did it take you to leave the Beyonce concert? Um, <clears throat> I don't remember. Like an hour? Over an hour? It did not take that long okay. at all. We got home to the hotel And I feel like it was one or like in the one o'clock hour. 
And then we stayed up and like, because I had to leave like early the next day. So we like packed up 90% of everything until like two in the morning or later. And we were, I, we were just definitely like, you don't like even talk about it, you know, or think it or too much. You're just like in a zone about it. Like we both were not talking other than having to like tell your kids and loved one, like what happened and stuff. It was like, that's all. Hmm. Took a while to decompress. It was a big experience. There's all this, I read all about like, um, like concert amnesia, which now that I like learned about that, I'm like, oh my God, I totally have had that with shows. I really felt that with Lana Del Rey. I really don't remember hmm. Lana Del Rey. Um, and filming stuff really helps me because then I just watch it. And so there's that argument of like, should you film it or should you be in the moment? And I tried to like strike a balance, but with doing that, everything that I did not film, I do not remember. Hmm. I don't remember it. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you filmed a lot of it. I did. But there are a lot of songs I did not film. And I was just like singing so loud and dancing. Um, your brain does this thing when you experience something like that's highly like stimulating like that, where it just like kind of shuts down a little bit and it like disables that part that makes memories. That's what I read about. Hmm. Well, hopefully you will regain some of your Beyonce memories. Thank you. You will. Are you all right? Yeah. Did you have a good time in uh, Los Angeles, California in general? Yeah, I didn't really do anything and I barely left my hotel. I know, but you did. So when you came home, were you like, dang, man, I, I did that. I always like to be back in California well, that's because good. that's where I'm from. I'm one of those hated Coloradans. That is actually from California. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Those Coloradans can't stand the Californians. But you know what? The things, when I go back to California, it's like, just the air feels similar to Colorado. And I feel like that's why I like both places. Anytime I go any other part of the country, I'm like, wow, it's like super wet and super moist (laughs) all the time. I can't (laughs) deal with this. Super moist. California just, it never feels... It's, it can get more, absolutely more humid than Colorado. Colorado is dry as a bow. It really is, man. But it but doesn't nice. get like super it. humid at all. It just has similar air quality, I feel hmm. like, which is... That's good. Well, Colorado has really bad air quality sometimes. Oh. And yeah, there you go. Well, there you go. So does California. Yep. All right. Well, anything else you want to talk about in your Beyonce tale? Um... I just wish I had done those mushrooms. I think I would have yeah. had a really cool time. You think the visuals, like the in-between things would have been the highlight of that? Yeah. And like, you're already like, I would, I was already like emotional. Yeah. You know? And I was like shutting down my emotions to like film experience. Don't be emotional. But like, I feel like it would have made me more happy and not less robot like. I feel like I was a little robotic. Mm-hmm. Well, so was Beyonce. She's an alien superstar. I love it. Well, and yeah, um, I feel like it was a uh, once in a lifetime experience. I'm extremely grateful, and I'm 
grateful to you for helping facilitate all of this and letting me know that it's okay and encouraging me to do it. I really wanted to see Beyonce with my husband because we love Beyonce together. I love Beyonce. He's like the only person I know that loves her as much as I do. Um, I really love her a lot. I know. And I get it. And like, it's, I like that. <laughs> when people don't feel that way, it literally pisses me off. Well, I know. It's like, have you really watched her and listened <laughs> with your ears? Yeah. It's just like something you shouldn't have to fucking explain to people that yeah. you do because she gets a lot of hate for. I don't, I can't imagine. It's why. like, I don't. Yeah. You just can't like hate on like who she is as a performer or her music or her songs or her vocal abilities or her just physical presence. It's like not debatable. I'm sorry. The only thing that she has beef with are usually microphones and fans. You know what I didn't tell <laughs> Not fans like keep us fans like the fans that keep you cool. Yes. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I'm sorry. There are a bunch of celebrities in the um vip section which is like literally right below us so we could look down at the celebrities okay you guys i didn't know 100 percent who everybody was when i was filming them like <laughs> in mega zoom but jeff bezos's head is in literally every video <laughs> with his wife and then chris jenner's there Kim Kardashian is there. She's with Northwest. So you can see North like fully in these videos. And she's like waving to the crowd. It's super cute. Lizzo is there. She's a little canceled right now. So I don't know what to say. Man, in and uh, out of canceled time. Over and over. And then Chloe um, Kardashian was there. Fucking Kylie Jenner. And who is she dating? From Dune, Timothy. Yes, they were both there, but they were not in front of me, and I have no video of them. And they're on the other side. And then above <clears> us <throat> were some. Oh, Adele was also there, and I have no idea where she was. I think she was in some sort of hmm. VIP like uh, suite. <clears throat> and then above us there were some Real Housewives, but I don't know who. But Marisa sure did. And also when we were leaving and driving home. You saw one of the Real Housewives. She was like, I feel like that is some person on Real Housewives because she looks like this and she drives that car and the license plate literally had a phrase on it that she, she was like, oh, the dog wants to go outside. No. She was like, She'll bark. that is her for sure. And I saw the person. I was like, they have, okay, she has glasses. And she's like, yes, she wears her glasses. <laughs> so that must be it. That was her. Yeah. Beyonce is like cele the celebrity celebrity, they say. So yeah. there's always like mega celebrities and then you're in L.A. So, of course, every single L.A. show had like gobs of celebrities. The crowd was like going nuts for the Kardashians. I find it was weird. But I guess that's how it is. Because maybe they're in L.A. I guess so. And they're like, L.A. represent. I guess. That's cool. I guess. <laughs> Not really. Um, okay, well, there's some Beyonce Renaissance talk. You told us everything. Well, sorry. I, I feel like you really covered the whole thing, and I liked it. I liked hearing about it. Um, I had to get that out of my system. Do you feel... Now it's been a few weeks. Go watch... It's been like two weeks. Do you feel... September 4th was when I was dang. there. God, how depressing. I want to go back. No, no, you can't. I just want to go back in time. You can't. I, I feel like I'm done with concerts and I don't need to go any, to any. Because you saw the ultimate concert. 
That's literally how I feel. Do you think Beyonce is going to do more concerts like this? I do. Damn. I'm optimistic. Okay. I'm for that. Like, maybe this is her last. Mm-mm. No, I'm not saying this to her, but like, how she's supposed to have two other portions Projects. of this whole thing. Yes. Maybe this is like, she's going to do a super tour, like, that goes on for years. And it's like, the next portion of it releases with the album in 2024. And then she goes on tour again. Maybe. Did you see that dog run by? Like, oh shit. That was funny. <laughs> Where's she, she going? She wants to go outside and she keeps asking to go outside. Well, maybe she will. Well, she's gone now. I can't do anything. <laughs> she ran up Samantha! All right, well, that, is that it for um, Stone Conversations? Yes. Yeah, All right, well, thank you. Bye. Hi, honey. Hi. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> All right. How's your grow? Well, there's just so much happening. It's insane. In the membrane. I'm just, but I'm just going to tell you the basics. So what I got going on right now is I have received a light from the company called BIOS, B-I-O-S. Um, and it is, I can't remember what it's called, the Endeavor, maybe? And the it, Endeavor. It's an, yeah. And it's like a... Well, you know, because BIOS works with NASA, and isn't there a NASA space shuttle called the Endeavor? I think there was. So this is a foldable bar light, and it looks cool. It's blue. I mean, like, don't... You can't light a drink, Catherine. Um, And it's hanging in my grow tent, and I'll tell you what, I hooked it up to this grow control that I'm working with these guys from a company called Growflux, and it's just all app-controlled. And I can dim my lights, set them on a schedule, tell them when I want them to go off on. I lowered the light down to 25% through the Growflux controller thing. And I put seeds in cups in there with domes on them and they all, every single one of them came up. And I'm like, damn. And that's a rarity. That's a rarity. Um, well, yeah, it's a Are rarity. Are you for popping seeds? Huh? Right? For me, I mean, I have bad luck, but I've tried every way, but I think this is the way. Because I think you put, <coughs> I found these cups, they're like plastic cups, like Dixie cups with holes on the bottom of them. And then they come with these humidity domes. And I put, I use cocoa coir, but, and then I, you have to wet it like crazy because it's like a sponge. And then you poke your finger in there, put a thing in there, cover it up, put a seed in there, cover it and just put it on that low light. And then four days later, every single, I went down there, I was like, eh, they're all, they all came up. I've never had, that's insane. So, and I, I think we're only growing two strains. We're growing raspberry cough and Chiquita banana. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what those are, but they're, they sound fun. They sure do. And, um, yeah. And then in my other tent today, I put in, Maui Wowie and Tai Chi. I did the same thing, only in that light, 
That light is uh, made by a company called Electrivo. And I got to say, I love this light because it has, <clears throat> it's like another bar light and every other light is ultraviolet. So it's white and ultraviolet. And you can dim the ultraviolet and dim the white light individually, um, and which I love. So I put this one, I did my ceilings the exact same way and I do use low UV. No, I used high UV, low white light. So let's see what happens. Who knows? Maybe it'll be cool. So I'm used to my old lights, the black dog lights had infrared and ultraviolet and white light. Mm -hmm. But I got to say the white lights that has been doing great. I mean, like it grow the last wheat round of wheat I grew was with that Electrivo light, which is what we're smoking right now. I've never grown as much wheat in my life. Yeah. And then when I harvested it, the it was the massive cola, but then down the cola underneath that, my new method is I put them in a cage kind of, and then I rip off everything under a certain level. But the little nuggets that grew were like rock hard, like, and they were like, Giant cola, little nugget, little nugget, little nugget, like rock hard, rock hard. So I was like, I'm getting all of this. And we got so, we got like three pounds of weed off that harvest. So that's blue gelato, blue dream, and tangy. And tangy's curing right now. Oh, I can't wait. There's so much, it's insane. So, oh, um, but that's it. Yeah. I think we have an Amazon person. Mm. Um, so that's really all that's going on in my grow. I'm going to be making a lot more content because I have uh, joined forces with ilovegrowingmarijuana.com. So I'm making little videos for them now, which is crazy, on their thing. So it's like, it's Dave. It's Dave, everybody. But it's ilovegrowingmarijuana.com. But it's really me. Oh, <laughs> so, wait, so will people get to go to I Love Growing Marijuana or whatever? Yeah, they'll see me, but it'll really be like, oh, I work for I Love Growing. Well, I don't even say that. It's just like, today I'm going to show you how to, you know, germinate seeds the best yes. way. So, it. yeah, you saw me shooting all that today. I did. I had to help you a little. You did, and I yes. appreciate your help. Oh, my. You're welcome. So that's it. We have a lot of weed. It's crazy. We didn't have weed for the longest time. And now it's like, boom, there's too much weed. Oh, you did amazing. We have so much. So, yeah. That's so it. I have to up my consumption. And so do you. I guess. It doesn't really do anything to me anymore, which is weird. Well, it does a lot to me now. I know. Like, do you feel anything from this? Yes. Okay. So for yeah, sure. I hope maybe my endocannabinoid system is like so good now and it just like doesn't need anything it doesn't feel yeah it doesn't make me high well that's what's going on in dave's grow i love you well thank you for sharing I you're love welcome you too. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Did you have a nice episode? I did. I loved it. I loved hearing about some startling revelations around the Beyonce concert. Uh, did you? Yeah. You hadn't heard any of those yet? No. I mean, I have, but, you know, I learned a little more and it was fun. Um, well, I like sitting here and smoking weed and talking with you. I like that as well. Um, what are we going to do now? We're going to make chili Colorado. Oh, yes. Sorry. I have to rehydrate chilies. And we found oh, we found poblanos, which 
have been an elusive pepper in our state for a few weeks, but I now I thought it was an ancho. It was ancho. I'm sorry. I said poblano. They're anchos. You're right. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, now we're going to make it with that in gu- gualito peppers. What, so, are, what are those? I don't know. I have them. I use them every time. Dang. Oh, uh, I'm so excited. And then I'm going to throw jalapeno in the mix, too. Because I read, like, take half a jalapeno and chop it up and throw it in there, too. Are you going to eat yours with, a, like, a tortilla? Yeah. I want white rice. I was going to make a new version of Mexican rice that isn't like the last one I made. Oh. Do you want to read the recipe and see if it's something you'd be into? If I approve. Yeah. And if you do, I'll do it. But if you don't, then I'll be like, I'll just make normal rice. Okay. Okay. But maybe we can infuse it with flavor or something. I just like having that balance of yeah. plain rice. We'll figure it out. And flavorful jelly Colorado. Okay. Well, you want just your regular old rice then? I don't know. You show me your We recipe. could put some lime juice up in there or something. I have a whole bag of limes. Okay, whatever. <laughs> all right, well, let's end this show. Let's just end it. Um. All right, guys. That's it for this one. We will be back again very soon with another episode. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review in Apple Podcasts to be shouted out on a future episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, sound. Follow David on Instagram at what's going on in Dave's Grow. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the stoner mom. And follow Happy Flower Company on Twitter and Instagram at happy flower hemp.